Welcome to episode two of the Avitalize on Your Idea, the podcast. Today's guest, Alan Hancock. Welcome to the Capitalize on Your Idea podcast, helping you bring any idea to fruition. Now, here's the guy who makes it all happen while keeping his day job, Justin Escar. Welcome to episode two of the Capitalize on Your Idea, the podcast. Uh, so glad to be back. So glad to have gotten one in the one in the bag, and we're on our second one. So, go us. Uh, today's episode is with Alan Hancock, founder of Watchman Monitoring, a great tool, a tool that I use. Actually, Watchman Monitoring is also our sponsor, so I'm going to throw that in right now. Uh, our sponsor today, Watchman Monitoring. Know before it's too late with Watchman Monitoring. If you're an Apple consultant or an IT consultant, uh, you need Watchman Monitoring, sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.watchmanmonitoring.com slash So Alan and I today talk about how he came up with the idea for Watchman Monitoring and how he was able to find people to get the job program for him. He actually has a really interesting story where he tried to learn the coding himself and instead just hired the guy who was teaching him and it created this great uh, product. It also talks about how he's reached out using some traditional media as well as some online media using blogs and such to get out there. So without further ado, here's today's interview with Alan Hancock. Welcome. So we're here with Alan Hancock, founder of Watchman Monitoring. Alan, how you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for uh, joining. Uh, for for those who are paying attention, Watchman Monitoring is our sponsor. So thank you very much for for uh, doing that, Alan. Welcome. Uh, so Alan, for those who don't know, let's start off with some basic questions. Uh, what is Watchman Monitoring? Watchman Monitoring is a system that uh, service providers install on their clients' computers. It checks their computers for problems every hour and lets the service provider know when there's a problem that needs to get fixed. Okay, and is this right now, this is only for uh, Apple service providers and, and those who run like Linux servers, right? Uh, it, currently, we've got an Apple client, Linux client, and Windows client is in development. Nice. Okay, so... Um... Alan and I have known each other. I mean, we met originally, I believe, at the Mac Tech Conference in 2010, 2011, no, 2010 maybe, and um, and that's where I, you know, you and I met, and I was introduced to Watchman, and I loved it. I'm an Apple consultant, you know, for my day job, and I loved the the product, and we got involved working a couple of things, and uh, tell people like how you came up with this, like how did this whole idea come come about. Uh, I ran an Apple authorized service provider, and we'd frequently pe have people come in where their only reason they found out that their backup drive wasn't working is because their hard drive crashed, uh, and they wanted to restore something off of it. And that's, that's uh, never a good situation. Yeah, that's that's it, it's <laughs> bad. It's it's generally considered a bad thing, and it's just so frustrating because if somebody had just checked to see if their backup was working, you know, they could have fixed their backup. It we wouldn't have prevented the hard drive from failing but there'd be a good backup in place uh, for when the hard drive did die. Uh, and then a lot of times I see people who don't understand why the computer's not behaving well, and so their hard drive may, be, may have been failing for you know, two or three days uh, where there easily could have been time to make a backup, but they didn't know why the computer was being all funky. Uh, and I just kept thinking to myself, what 
could be done to prevent this situation? Like, why do I have to deal with my clients crying because their their data is lost? Uh, you know, couldn't we have just been checking time machine? Couldn't we have seen that crash plan has had expired and wasn't working anymore? You know, uh, you know, how can we fix this problem? Uh, well, that's, that's great. I mean, you 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 literally. Like when I talk to people about coming up with ideas, I say like look in your work, look look around you, see what's going on. You literally took your actual job and you found a, a very uh, big problem that people have, which is they're never checking their own backups or, or whatnot and they don't know. And some people just aren't aware to do that and you were able to solve that with, the, with this program, right? Absolutely, right. Every time we find someone whose backup is – seven days old and we give them a call and say, hey, you know, check this. Uh, you know, I'm potentially saving people's data, saving people's, you know, you know, livelihoods uh, with, you know, with our product. And we're, by bringing this to market, we're doing this, you know, tens of thousands of times a day. It's great. Right. And, uh, you know, the average, like if you lose your data, and everyone's lost data, I'm sure, at some point in their lives, and, and it's, it's catastrophic. Like it really... There's some people who have cry- I've seen people cry over lost data before. Absolutely. Yeah. So something like this can really help. So other than uh, other than checking for like backups, like what else? Like, is that the only thing it can do? Like, what other what other problems did you solve with the with the Watchman monitoring product? Right. Well, by the time we had got the agent in place and it was sitting there checking the computer every hour, we decided, you know, what else can we do? And I looked, started looking around at all the other things that man, it would be nice to know that Lightspeed's working. It would be nice to know that Mac practice uh, is working. And these are all different specialized uh, utilities that, uh, you know, that, that, clients, you know, that clients use. And so our agent is already on the computer. It's so easy to reach over into the daylight logs and make sure that the syncing is happening and make sure that the daylight server is doing its regular backups. So we've expanded from checking the overall backup to check very specific things in various applications uh, to to ensure that that not only not only is the machine healthy but the software that is supposed to be running is working as well. All right, cool. And then for for those who don't know, Lightspeed is a uh, a point of sale system um, for uh, I think it's I don't know if it's for PC. I know it's for Apple, but I don't know if it's for PC. Uh, Mac Practice is a uh, a medical. Um, service software that you can do um, like scheduling and insurance with and then and then daylight i guess you best explain it as it's a like a project management database software it's a customer relationship manager customer, yeah crm right. um so all of these very very specific things um that have their own systematic backups and, and then watchman started checking on those as well right right these are the programs that people run their businesses off of and even if the computer that is healthy we need to make sure that the specific you know you know, mission critical applications are running, and it was easy to t- to bring uh, you know what the watch and monitoring client to go from just computer health overall to these very specific uh, applications based on you know the knowledge that I have of having used all these products and supported my clients with all these products uh, for you know for years and years and years. Right, um, and, and that's a, I mean that's a good thing because like I said before, you know you, you see these problems in your in your day to day work and you were able to solve them. Um, so let's, so now you had this idea, uh, going back to the original one, which was just checking for like the time machine backups. Now you're, you're not a coder, you're not a programmer, right? You're an Apple consultant. Um, what, what were the next steps you did? What were the next steps you took to get from your idea to a legitimate application that was running on your client's machines? 
So I had a fellow working for me. His name is Trey, and uh, he was, you know, f you know, did well enough with the uh, with with uh, Python and, and Ruby where he could actually make a basic server that would listen and you know that would listen for a report. Uh, then I reached out onto Craigslist actually, and I made a put out an ad saying, "Hey, teach me Python," and uh, found a local guy here uh, in in Louisiana, and we started meeting on a regular basis, and he started teaching me how Python works. Now, during this process, it quickly became apparent that I wasn't going to learn Python fast enough to get the job done, and uh, this fellow Gary basically stepped into the role of architect. Uh, building the building the, the product as we saw, you know, adding in features as we could, laying out, you know, and then it, he brought he's the one who brought the actual software to life based on this concept that I had in my mind about what would I do if I could sit on the computer, you know, if I could sit on, on an end user's machine and look for things every hour. What would I look for? What kind of decisions would I make? And Gary brought those into life. Uh, and it's been working great since then. That's awesome. All right, so if, um, Python is a, a programming language, and, and so is a, what you said Ruby earlier, or Ruby on Rails. Uh, both programming languages very common. Um, and so this, uh, so you found Gary on Craigslist. He said, um, mm -hmm. which is a great another you know great place to find people who are looking for work. Um, much like I've I've discussed before, like a Guru.com or an Elance. Uh, you know the way Alan did it. Obviously, from what he just said, was that he pasted the ad and was like, teach me this, and then was able to vet the person that way. Uh, not that his goal was to hire Gary, um, but you know, you were able to vet Gary as a legitimate programmer by him trying to teach you, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And you know, there's, there's some aspect of this where you could, you could say that we did you know, most of it, you know, minimum viable coding uh, to get the job done. You know, as the product uh, started showing life, then I was able to take this proof of concept and find uh, someone else who would do, uh, you know, who's more truly a, a web developer. Uh, and Trey, uh, you know, and, and Trey's, uh, you know, basic start was a super was a fantastic foundation to actually find a web developer later when we needed a better server to receive all the reports. Uh, and then, you know, as the client grew, uh, we were able to, you know, add, a, you know, bring in other outside specialist coders for certain to tackle certain problems uh, and that worked out very very well just kind of outsourcing one little bit instead of trying to outsource the whole nine yards and figure out you know who knows all of it we just said okay this person knows really really good with uh, you know checking hard drives smart status uh, so we'll hire him for just that one part uh, and that, that worked out that worked out great and one thing, I mean, one thing that Watchman does, which I, I think is particularly cool because I use it for my clients, is that um, the your your foundation, the way you built it, and this is huge because, uh, like you said, you made the minimum viable product, um, or the, what you said, the minimum viable coding, is that you were able to get version, let's say, 0.01 out the door and see how it takes, and then you can plug in more things to it. And the foundation behind Watchman is that it runs, that the, the main application can run these let's say mini applications inside of it one that checks the hard drive and one that checks the backups and one that checks all these other things allowing you to pay or outsource these other people to put in these little small programs as opposed to having to re-release this giant thing over and over and over again right right we built a system of plugins 
and uh, you, know, e you know, as we find something new to check, it's easy to add a whole new, just a just a new plugin to the system, and that plugin is isolated from everything else. So it makes the whole system very, very easy to grow. We're up to fifty some odd plugins right now. That's awesome. So where do you find these uh, programmers that you're outsourcing to do these little mini plugins? Mm, it's a matter of reputation, really. Uh, you know, as I'm on Twitter or as I'm on mailing lists, uh, you know, I get, I get a feel for people and, you know, where they are in, you know, in the Apple community. Uh, and I'm able to, you know, tap them for just this one part. You know, like uh, when I needed crash plan uh, help, you know, Sean Costello is well respected within the community uh, of, you know, of Apple providers, and so I was able to reach. Uh, so I knew exactly who to reach out to when I needed some guidance with CrashPlan. Yeah, uh, Sean Costello from uh, Background Backup up in Canada, right? Absolutely, right, fantastic I'm, people. Yeah, he's a great guy. I'm gonna I'll put his link in the in the show notes. I'm sure he'll love that. Um, so. Okay, so now you have your product. You had your MVP. You built it. You started to find these little plug. You found these people to do these plugins components. Where'd you go from there? How did you get this out there? Uh, I made sure that I was building it in a way that I could, you know, uh, replicate it through other providers. I made sure that I didn't have my company's name on the product. Uh, you know, it just says monitoring client, very generic the whole way through, uh, and. Uh, really just started, uh, said, you know, okay, where, if I was looking for something like this, where would I go? And MacTech Magazine was the, the default answer. Uh, ended up putting an ad in MacTech Magazine, which is super successful, uh, and started getting the name of Watchman Monitoring out there. And so the so people started seeing the ad. You're, mm -hmm. we, you went the traditional route as opposed to, let's say, a, a digital campaign or doing things like a lot more social media. Um and then, and then what happened? So you people pay you pay to the ad, and then and then just got an influx of millions of dollars, or like what? <laughs> uh, well, like yeah. what? Where did it go from there? Yeah, where where it went from there is that people kind of didn't understand what the product was, and so the biggest challenge was making sure that our website could clearly, you know, explain, you know, what is this? What problem does does our product solve, and how can it fit into their uh, existing? You know, ecosystem of of what they're doing. Like, how can they implement it in a way that doesn't really rock the boat? Um, because you know, that's the thing that that, that draws people, you know, holds people back so much, is when they don't quite understand what they're going to do with it. They say, okay, well, I don't know how that how I'm going to fit that into my company. So therefore, I'm not going to, yeah, you know, I'm not going to, or I don't know how long it's going to take. So I'm not going to spend any time whatsoever. Uh, and of course, our that becomes a challenge for us because our product absolutely can revolutionize how someone does business. You know, where before they're just sitting like the Maytag guy waiting for their end users to contact them when there's a problem. Now they've got this piece of software on their end users, and they are the ones reaching out to their end users when there's problems. You know, is it because they're going to fix it, but you know, with hourly pay or fix it as part of their service agreement? You know, there's lots of other questions that that come into play uh, for how they can implement our, our product in their company. So it actually turned out to be more of a, 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 a way, you know, like of trying to educate people how they can realistically make this work, not so much, you know, what does a product do? Right, and and when you have a product, something like this. Um, you said being able to explain the what it really does. You're really actually just explaining 
how it's solving the problem because while you're in the community, it, it makes sense to you and it makes sense to maybe one or two other people. But like you said, there's other people in the community and the Apple community is a very, very large community um, where people know that this is a problem where prior to Watchmen, people knew that you know we need to figure out a way to check backups or whatever it is. But like with all these things that Watchmen can do, sometimes that little key piece of information got a little muddled. So having a very clear and concise website um, really helped that and got that got that let's say uh, non technical and non technical explanation out to people um, so they could understand exactly what the application was doing. Right. Right. So what the lesson learned there was we could have a fantastic product, but if the website wasn't effective. It wasn't going to matter, right? Okay, so all right, so we had our traditional advertising, and you had a, 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 a solidly good website, which I always tell people have a great website. Um, so, where have you gone since then with with the website and with everything else to get more people to to use Watchmen? Uh, I found that uh, the more we can do face to face, the better off we are. And you know, so where do you go to find? Uh, you know, where do you go to get in front of people who, uh, you know, would be your likely clients? You know, that, you know, our, in, in our case, our subscribers, where, you know, where do our subscribers go? How can I get there? Uh, and so it turned out, uh, you know, started looking around and said, you know, the, the conferences are the way to go. Um, you know, uh, Apple training events are, are a great place to be. And, you know, clearly we can't go there and just, you know, I can't go to an Apple training event and say, "Hey, I'm I'm here, uh, you know, buy my product," because that's what not not why they're there. But uh, you know, so the venue of uh, so we can go to those, and that's great, just to get the name recognition out there. But that's not actually where any kind of sales are going to happen. Uh, we ended up using uh, the MacTech conferences. Uh, they have one day boot camps uh, all over the country, and those have been very effective as far as. You know, putting a face to the product uh, and meeting you know meeting subscribers uh, who you know who are already using the product and hearing from them and meeting potential subscribers. So basically, going to where my potential subscribers are is is the uh, is a plan of action right now. And and you said something like you're going to these conferences and it's not necessarily to make sales right then and there. It's to give the face to face. It's to be able to answer the questions. You're you're like warming them up to the idea more than trying to like make them sign up right then and there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's just a matter of, you know, who is it? Oh, oh, yeah, it's that Alan. Right. It's Alan, the, the guy who's, you know, from the list or, yeah, we met him over at the training event. You know, so it's not just a, uh, it's, it's not just this, uh, you know, watchman monitoring thing. You know, there's actual real people behind it, you know, uh, you know Jonathan, Gary. Alan, uh, Jonathan, and uh, Christopher, and Boise—you know—all these people are behind the product, and you know, really are doing you know everything they can to make it a fantastic product for end users. Uh, anything that we could do to get that, you know, person behind the product, uh, you know, out there uh, has been has been very very helpful. Right, and having that person there also is allowing you to like what I like to call tell the story. The idea being that um, you're you're able to talk to these people and tell them a story about your item, it, not necessarily like here's how we did it story like beginning middle end or whatever, but I mean tell the truth behind what watch monitoring really is by letting people see the inside, letting people see let's say like the behind the scenes, 
you know, being able to talk to to you or Jonathan or Gary or whoever to to really get more than just like can this do this, you know, kind of questions, but like how does it do this or like where's the technology that's involved things and and you're getting to the people who who really want to know like the inner workings and it it makes it more I would say palatable but like uh it, it makes it more understandable to them where they're saying like I understand where this, how this is going to work, and I can see how this is going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, I, you know, on your website you have a blog, which I always promote. I always tell people have a blog. You need to have a blog. Um, what are you, What are you doing with your blog? Uh, what we're doing with our blog is, is finding uh, different ways that people have used our product. Uh, it's always surprising to me that you know I can have this this one view of you know how it can work. And we get all these, you know, hundreds of subscribers, and sure enough, people are going to find it in different ways. So we profile them. We say, you know, you know, how are you using watch and monitoring? What is it doing for you? You know, uh, you know, you know, why is it successful in your company? You know, why are you continuing to pay us every month? Uh, you know, you know, what's it doing for you? And so uh, it's been it's been great for these case studies. Uh, we're also uh, we're also putting out, you know, just new new ideas of where we might go and why why we went there. You know, uh, the blog is you know the mouthpiece of our company. When I'm not sitting, you know, when I'm not sitting in front of someone, the blog is the only other way that people are going to find out any kind of the history or story behind uh, behind our product. Right, and I like I said, you know, I always tell everybody if you ha- if you have a website, you need to have a blog. Um, if if not for what Alan just said, telling the story, but. Uh, for SEO purposes, obviously, um, and you get up there. Now, there's something cool about the Watchman Monitoring site, and I've, I've told you about this before, Alan. Actually, we've, we've played with it. Uh, Alan has a great little pop-up on his website. And, of course, I'll have all the sites and everything like that in the show notes, watchmanmonitoring.com. But he has a little a little pop-up that says, click here for answers. And uh, it's, it's this little chat window that pops up. Um, can you tell people about that? Because I, I think it's a great I think it's a great tool, and I, w- I want to hear it from you instead of me just telling everybody exactly what it does. <laughs> right. So you know, if, like any good deal, uh, it's a matter of you know what would I want to see. So if I'm going to go to someone's website and I really want to get an answer, I don't. You know, it, it's great if they have you know a, a knowledge base and FAQ, but that isn't necessarily going to give me the answer that I want that I can relate to my company. Uh, we looked around and settled on Olark as a web. Uh, is a web-based chat where uh, you know uh, people who are browsing our website can click this little tab and start talking, and it shows up in uh, my ra- my normal chat client and allows me to interact with with our subs- our subscribers and our potential subscribers, uh, and really gives people a you know a, a great feel for what's going on. Uh, they know that they're going to get an answer about our you know about what's going on at WatchmanMonitoring.com. That answer is going to be tailored. To them, you know, they they can say, "Hey, I'm in." You know, this is my product. This is this is my my uh, client base, or I do this kind of work, and we can actually, you know, basically, it you know, they get, you know, the right answer put back out onto our website via our Olark chat because we're actually able to have a conversation with them, uh, and that's been fantastic, both from a providing support point of view, providing pre-sales point of view, and just. You know, letting our subscribers know that if they ever need to have a que- you know to have a question answered, chances are good they can go to our website, click at the bottom, and actually get like a legitimate answer 
uh, without having to you know spend 10 15 minutes searching around for what might or might not be the right answer right and it's also it's it's instant right because it it is a like a little messaging client and not that I mean, email support's great, and I, I use email support for a lot of my products. But um, you know, sometimes you're not in front of, uh, you're not able to do an email or respond to an email for a couple of hours. And you know, in today's day and age, everybody thinks email is instant. And you know, even though we, even as technical people, we know it's not. Um, but the using a little chat tool on your website to provide this kind of support really gives somebody like a great instant response. And you know. Being able to answer somebody's question that much quicker mm-hmm. will definitely lead to a quicker decision on their part for whether or not they want to buy your product. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The, the people who we've the people who have chatted us uh, during their trial or before signing up uh, have consistently had better experiences uh, than someone who's just going through and you know and, and doing it. You know, uh, I I'm you know maybe it's maybe it's them. Maybe it's the fact that we have chat. But our relationship to the people who bother to use the web chat are fantastic. Uh, whereas, you know, maybe we hear from other subscribers, maybe we don't. Uh, so yeah, but just, just you know, in a product where you're providing a service, uh, or, you know, because I'm providing a service on my product, I absolutely would have a web, you know, would have some sort of uh, web chat. And uh, Olark has, uh, you know, proved to be a great partner. They're super fast with support. Uh, you would hope that they would use their own chat thing on yeah, their own website. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, it would be really funny if they didn't, right? They're like, we provide a chat service for your website, and but we don't have it on our own. <laughs> right. No, no. Orlok's been fantastic. A great partner. So would you consider Watchman Monitoring like a product or a service? Uh, it is a software as a service. Uh, so, yeah, there, it, it's a product in that you're, there actually is – a piece of software that gets installed onto people's computers, and that's what does the heavy lifting of, of looking and discovering problems. But truly, we're a service. You know, we're we're uh, emailing you when you know, we're emailing our subscribers when there's problems. We're providing support to our subscribers. You know, if they have a question, you know, what exactly does this mean, or you know, what's the best solution for that? Uh, Watch and monitoring is a service that we're, we're helping our subscribers build their business. Uh, yeah, I, it's a great service. Uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, like uh, I, as an Apple consultant, I use watch and monitoring for my clients and I can't tell you how many times it has saved somebody's life. Uh, digit, let's say digitally, not their, not their real lives, but uh, maybe their mental health, but definitely digitally where I've been able to say like, you know, your, your backup's not working or your hard drive's running out of space and it's uh it's time to, you know, make, we got to make a change. We got to do this. And they, they, sometimes, you know, clients, your clients, when you're doing software as a service or especially something like this, your client's job is their job. Your job, if you're an outsourced IT person like Alan and, or my day job are, is to, to be that. And, and, and they don't care about how their computer works as long as it works. Right. Mm-hmm. So watch and monitoring definitely helps, um, people in our, let's say day jobs to, uh, to be able to be on top of that, which is why, which is why Watchman's slogan is uh, "No before it's too late." Absolutely, that's how we say it in our promos. We're like Watchman monitoring. No before it's too late, um, which I think is great, and I think it's a very true, and it's a it's a testament to what the product does, and I think it's a, I think it's a great product. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Alan, tell people where they can find you online, uh, and I will put all the stuff in the show notes. But where where can we sign up for Watchman? Where can we get more information? Mm-hmm. Hit us. 
Right. Uh, so watchandmonitoring.com is our primary website. Uh, LinkedIn has proven to be uh, very fruitful for us, and we have a nice company page up there. So if you find there, uh, find us there, you can see, you know, other people's reviews, you know, what that what's done for their company. Uh, so, and then of course, if you click on the Got Questions tab at the bottom of the watchandmonitoring.com website, you'll get either me or Jonathan uh, to where we can answer questions. Uh, and of course, the questions that we answer are. Also, you know, they're, they're the range of what does it do versus how can I build a support agreement, uh, you know, to monetize the system. And we end up, uh, it, it's very interesting, in order to sell our product, we very frequently are helping people, uh, you, know, you know, streamline their business plans and figure out, you know, what is, you know, how is it that they're going to make uh, money off of this? How can, you know, how, you know, great, so they can, you know, they're going to know when there's problems. How does that going to turn into dollars for them? And uh, we've answered questions uh, for the whole nine yards. Uh, our subscribers are welcome to join our uh, watch and monitoring community, where you know we, you know, people bounce ideas off of each other. Uh, and and having those kinds of uh, the, the the those third, you know, the kind of outside the main product offerings, you know, the the support on how to build a business. And you know, having this community has also turned out to be a great boon for our subscribers and our and our business sales. Great, and uh, like we say in our in our uh, promo in the beginning, watchmanmonitoring.com/slash/apitalize. Uh, you get a free thirty day trial if you sign up from that website. Absolutely, absolutely. Alan Hancock, founder of Watch and Monitoring. Thanks so much for being with us here today. My pleasure. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. All right, bye. What a great interview with Alan Hancock. Uh, I just want to thank him so much for being on the show and thank so much for sponsoring the podcast. The real lesson here is that he took a problem that he found in his day job, created a solution, and now is making money with it. And you can do the same thing. Look around. See what's out there. Get a notebook. Write down everything that's going on in 24 hours. See what's happening in your job. What don't you like about it? What can be better? And make a better product. Make a product. Make anything. And and you, too, will be solving a lot of problems, probably not only for yourself, but a lot of other people. And you can use that to make money. So do that, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. And until then, capitalize on your ideas. Bye. Bye.